Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we... Uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's uh, that that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify, and, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started if you if you have ever thought about starting a podcast. This is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> Best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast, or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify Podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your Monday, June 20th cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by Ag Risk Advisors. They manage your risk so you can manage your operation. With the weather being unstable, there is no better time to look into coverage for your feed crops. The annual forage deadline is right around the corner. With their state-of-the-art technology and second-to-none customer service, you can be confident that your policy is in good hands. Ag Risk Advisors, risks averted, legacies preserved. We are also sponsored by Circle cow school. If you're wanting to learn how to prep check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. If you want to check out their schedule, head on over to circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there, or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. Meeting Place has reported last week, the U.S. House of Representatives approved H.R. 7606, the Lower Food and Fuel Cost Act, which will create a special investigator for meat and poultry at USDA. This new position will investigate and prosecute 
been prosecute Packers and Stockyards Act claims with the authority to also bring civil action. In response to the passage of this bill, Juliana Potts, president and CEO of the North American Meat Institute, said her organization is disappointed the House voted to waste $9 million in taxpayer dollars on a redundant special investigator when that money should have instead went towards Americans uh, helping them deal with record inflation. NAMI is particularly concerned that the special that the special investigator will be empowered to enforce the new changes to the Packers and Stockyards Act regulations, which will soon be released by the Biden administration. Potts said these rules will most likely be far-reaching, resulting in unintended consequences. The bill must now be considered in the U.S. Senate. Also, in response to the uh, to the House passing this bill, NCBA, they came out with a press release last week, and they are also greatly disappointed. According to NCBA Vice President of Government Affairs, who we all know so well, Ethan Lane, he said that Congress should be focusing on increased input costs for cattle producers, but instead they are focused on political posturing. Lane said NCBA, they do believe in fairness and transparency in the market. However, Congress is wasting time with legislative proposals in search of a problem while ignoring real issues impacting cattle producers. NCBA is now urging all senators to reject this proposal. If the Packers, if they aren't doing anything wrong, I don't see why both of these groups, which represent the Packers, should be throwing such a fit over uh, the House passing this bill. Obviously, NCBA and NAMI, they, um, they support the Packers. They represent the Packers. We all know it. So if the Packers aren't doing anything wrong, there shouldn't be any issue with this new position. It'll just bring more enforcement to our markets. There shouldn't be a problem. But I find it quite interesting that both NAMI and NCBA are coming out so strongly opposed to this bill. Meeting Place has reported, due to a financial shortfall caused by the beef checkoff, Alberta beef producers, also known as ABP, may be required uh, to cut support for the Canadian Cattlemen's Association, CCA. Up in Alberta, the beef checkoff collects $4.50 from every animal sold, and $2.50 of that is non-refundable. Requests for refunds, which come mostly from feedlots, are totaling about $3 million a year, which is resulting in a shortfall that will most likely cause ABP to reduce their support to CCA by about $1 million a year. CCA, they receive $0.53 cents, uh, per head regardless of refunds. No matter what, they are always getting money. ABP is currently reaching out to other cattle organizations in hopes of finding ways to reduce refunds. They are also considering a change to their funding formula for CCA. This update is also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance. 4T Ag is run by Colt Tritt. He is a one-man show. He himself, uh, he ranches, so he understands all the risks that go along with the livestock industry. If your operation is not already enrolled in PRF insurance, now would be a great time to reach out to uh, 4T Ag and get enrolled. And if you want to learn more about 4T Ag and check out everything they have to offer, head on over to 4TAG.net. That is the number 4, T-A-G.net. Fox News recently published a phenomenal article focusing on the consolidation in our industry. I know some of these facts I'm about to read off to all you folks uh, might seem a bit redundant, but I found it uh, 
what could I say, encouraging, encouraging that such a large media platform is uh, focusing, talking about the issues in our industry. So according to the conservative media company, we're witnessing a textbook, a textbook case of multinational corporations ripping off hardworking Americans when it comes to the beef industry. It's the nail right on the head. We've all heard the statistic that the average cattle producer's share of the retail value of beef is 37 cents on the, on the dollar. Just seven years ago, back in 2015, uh, producers, they were receiving more than 50 cents on the dollar. So we have lost quite a bit of ground just here in the last seven years. But the consolidation in the meat industry, that's not just impacting us cattle producers. It also poses a legitimate threat to America's national security. Just look at the black swan events that have happened over the past few years. If this consolidation isn't addressed and resolved, Americans might someday find themselves relying on foreign-owned corporations to feed their families. And I think that day could come sooner than later if we do not address all the issues within our industry. Drovers has reported two veteran market analysts say if this heat continues and drought becomes an even bigger concern, commodities might see a dramatic run-up in prices. According to pro-farmers Jim Weismeyer, the U.S. saw more than 1,850 heat records broke last week. A ridge of high pressure parked over the United States is to blame for this intense heat that we've all been experiencing. According to USDA meteorologist Brad, Rip Brad Rippey, the important thing to watch is where this high pressure ridge is sitting a month from now and the intensity of the ridge. Since the majority of, uh, of corn was planted in such a small time frame, especially in the Midwest, it'll be important to note where the ridge is a month from now when all, when all that corn will be moving through reproduction. Bob Utterback with Utterback Marketing believes corn, soybeans, and wheat could see higher highs even though we are already experiencing historic prices. If this heat, uh, if this heat causes significant deterioration of acres and yield is, and yield is reduced, we could see a violent upswing like we saw back in 1988 and 2012. According to Mark Gold with Stone X, the markets could put on another two to three dollars for beans and one to two dollars on corn without too much trouble thanks to inflation and of course, and of course, heat decreasing uh, yield projections. Finally, the cattle range has reported on Friday, Kansas's governor, Laura Kelly, announced her administration has made resources available to aid cattle feeders in southwestern Kansas whose cattle died due to heat stress. Feeders who suffered losses are now eligible for USDA indemnity payments and fatality insurance and fatality insurance may also cover some of the losses. According to Janet Stanick, Secretary of Kansas Department of Health and the Environment, the agency is working quickly to assist in safely disposing of the carcasses and responding to the needs of cattle producers who suffered losses. Mike Beam, Kansas Secretary of Ag, said there is no need to worry about the losses impacting meat prices for consumers since the cattle that died were such a small percentage of the total fed cattle numbers in Kansas. Regardless, this rare event will be hard on all the cattle producers that suffered losses. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I want to wish all the fathers out there a uh, happy belated Father's Day. Hope you all had a great day. I know I am blessed with one of the best. You guys have a great Monday and I will catch you later.